Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. All right, tonight we are putting Indianapolis and the Indy 500 on the map. Indianapolis is probably best known for hosting the largest annual single-day sporting event in the world, the Indianapolis 500, but that's not all the city has to offer. Yes, they call it Indy, but it's also known as the Crossroads of America. To talk about what Indy has to offer, Morgan Snyder, Director of Public Relations for Visit Indy and VisitIndy.com, joins us on the map. Hi there, Morgan. Hello, how are you? I am great. First, you know, let's talk about Indianapolis in general. Three hours from Chicago, that's an easy ride. Such an easy ride. I don't think people realize how easy it is to hop in the car and head down I-65 south to Indianapolis. And as you say, Crossroads of America. From the largest single-day sporting event in the world, right, to the largest children's museum in the world, Indy has really big surprises at every turn. And I have to also mention it was the home to Elvis's last concert ever. Oh, what a good fun fact you have there. <laughs> right? You know, it is interesting that you even bring that up because I know the journalist that was writing for the Indianapolis Star at the time that wrote a terrible review for Elvis's oh, last concert. Wow. And then he Elvis passed away. And to this day, he still gets hate mail because he has been said to be the one to have killed the king. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's horrible. That's horrible. But there's so many things to do there. You know, like, I want to kick things off with the Central Canal in River State Park because it's home to so many different things. It's museums. It's attractions. Live music. Great food. Talk a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so White River State Park, it's 250 acres of urban green space. And as you said, there's a central canal that runs right through this park so you can hop on these obnoxiously large swan paddle boats and go through the central canal you can take italian imported gondolas and you're sure to see an engagement proposal on one of these i think it's like the number one spot for engagements in indianapolis because it is such a beautiful setting bring wine and cheese on board or you can uh, rent some bikes and walk and bike around the central canal and then seven family-friendly museums all right there at the Idlesworth museum of native american and western indian art our state museum it's where our triple a minor league baseball team the indians play you've got the zoo so much more all downtown all within this park which i love that i I love that it's kind of along this little route so especially as we're getting into spring and summer it just sounds like a great place to hang it really is and if you are in indianapolis at a downtown hotel park the car leave it there we're truly one of the most walkable cities in the country even if you're bringing your family you're within walking distance to numerous restaurants and attractions like white river state park What would you say are some of the signature attractions, like things to do? If you're not just coming to hang out, have dinner, like if if you're really destination hungry and you want to do something fun, what's at the top of your list? Okay, so you cannot come to Indianapolis and not go to Newfields, which is the campus of our Indianapolis Museum of Art. It's a gorgeous space. The garden's there, even to walk around the gardens. They have 100 acres, which is this quirky, large-scale art installation park. There's always really unique events taking place there. In fact, in the month of May in this neighborhood, you'll see the Broad Ripple Art Fair. You could head over then to Newfield. So definitely check this out. One zone I am telling you you have to get to is the Bottleworks District, and this is on the north end of the Mass Ave Cultural District. It has taken over what has what was once the world's largest Coca-Cola bottling factory. And so now there's a really unique hotel there. There's a unique food hall, Pins Mechanical, which is kind of like the duck pin bowling and larger-than-life games, 
good retail, good restaurants, Bottleworks District on Mass Ave, of course, Newfields, of course, the world's largest children's museum. So there's a pretty long roster of places and, yeah. and spaces to check out. Yeah. The city also has a robust craft beer presence, and if you like wine, vineyards too, right? I'm glad you bring that up. So if you are a, a, a craft brewer fan, you need to come to Indianapolis and check into what is called the Craft Pass. And you can go to visitindy.com to find this Craft Pass. It's essentially going to be your passport system to get you into the city's best breweries. You check in along the way, and it unlocks all of these discounts and gifts and giveaways at each of the breweries. So this summer will also mark the opening of a paddle sport experience where visitors and residents will be able to enjoy the water, uh, paddleboarding, kayaking, canoeing in downtown for the first time ever. That's a game changer. It is a game changer, and I cannot stress that enough. So what Indianapolis has been doing kind of behind the scenes, under the radar, and underground is going through a process to clean our river for the past decade. And we are about to drop the green flag on this because, <laughs> as you said, Frank's Paddle Sports Livery will be on the river for the first time ever. So, yes, you can come starting May 13th, actually, you can come and rent paddle boards, kayaks, canoes and get on the river in Indianapolis. Very cool. And May is uh, extremely busy. Obviously, the Indy 500, we're going to talk about that in a, after the news, but there's a lot of non-racing-related events happening uh, this month all over Indy, all month long. Yes, as I said, the Broader Bull Art Fair, you've got a really cool space in, in downtown Indianapolis that's about to open their doors called the Stutz Building. This is where they used to make the, star, the Stutz cars, and so there's a car museum on site, and there's new retail and restaurants that are opening up within the Stutz building. And so you have to put this on your radar if you come. That's opening on May 21st. The Indianapolis Zoo is opening up a whole new global center for species survival and this big welcome center and welcome entrance. That'll also be Memorial Weekend. We've got a lot of sporting events, a lot of concerts. The Meekum uh, car auction, which is always a fan favorite for cars. It is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where is that happening? So, that will be at our fairgrounds on May 12th. Okay. Now, you have a food truck festival at the end of the month. Tell us a little bit about that and about food trucks all around Indianapolis. Yeah, we have a very good food truck scene. There's always a new food truck coming on board. And one place in the city to go check them all out is a place called Monon 30. And this opened up just last year. And it is along the Monon Trail, which is Indianapolis's rail-to-trail system, this bike trail that goes north to south of the city. And you can hop on and not pop. One of the places to do that is Monon 30, where it's just this huge gathering space, outdoor facility, um, beer, wine, food, fun, games, bring your bring the whole family, bring your pets. It's a really fun gathering space, and they'll line up the food trucks on May 27th for a big food truck festival. And this weekend is the Indiana Comic Con. Yes, this is a fun one inside the Indiana Convention Center. And, you know, it's so interesting because it's also the weekend for the, the half marathon, so the 500 Festival half marathon. So the city streets will be packed either with Comic-Con fans or runners. So it's a good combination of people that are taking over downtown Indianapolis. Holly Marie Combs, uh, Rose McGowan is going to be there, uh, Mark Shepard, Ron Perlman. Uh, so the list is endless. So you're going to have a lot of celebs, obviously, walking around that uh, the city as well. 
Mm-hmm. They they take over the Indiana Convention Center, and people really from all over the country come in for the, the Comic-Con Convention. Tell me about the Broad Ripple Art Fair. This is one that's been going on for so long in Indy. It has such a great history and such a great following. Broad Ripple is our neighborhood north of downtown Indianapolis. It's actually the home of David Letterman. Lots of great local restaurants cool. and, and shops. Yeah, and so the Broad Ripple Art Fair comes every year in May. They'll take over the, the Broad Ripple neighborhood streets and can buy a ticket and go enjoy uh, art. Many from our local artists, but then artists from all over the country. Okay, we're going to explore more of Indianapolis and the Indy 500 on the map after the news next here on 720 WGN. Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. All right, we're exploring Indianapolis with Morgan Snyder, Director of Public Relations for Visit Indy and VisitIndy.com. And by the way, you can watch 100 Days to Indy streaming on the CW Network, which is part of our Next Star family. And, of course, the Indy 500 and races and events leading up to the big day can be heard right here on 720 WGM. So like Morgan, you know, we've got 300,000 racing fans making the pilgrimage to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But if you're attending the 107th running and any of the other days at at uh, the Speedway in May, you're, you're encouraged to plan ahead. I mean, now's the right time if you haven't already. If you're going to visit the racetrack in the city, now's the time to get your hotels and get everything situated, right? Absolutely, yes. Please book the hotels as soon as possible. It'll make your travel to Indianapolis more seamless. Uh, go ahead and get your restaurant reservations because, as you said, 300,000 people descend on Indianapolis from all over the world. And so, it is one very popular weekend for the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 and really the entire month of May. It is a 500 festival scene around here from the day it turns May 1st. Everyone puts their race flags out in their front yard. We have festivals all throughout the month and many things going on. Like I said, this the it was just deemed, actually, the country's best half marathon, which is the 500 festival marathon that's taking place in the city this weekend so i know we have many chicagoland runners that come into the city for this iconic race because you actually get to run around the two and a half mile of the indianapolis motor speedway yeah that's very cool so yeah starting uh may 12th this the gmr grand prix is happening right that's right so they will have this it's the road course right now at the indianapolis motor speedway and it's it's just incredible to watch them turn this just iconic racetrack from the road course race all back to the iconic oval for the Indianapolis 500 Memorial Weekend. And there's, of course, practice, uh, qualifications, and bump day. Okay, there's 34 drivers vying for 33 spots. That one individual, it's going to be a very sad day. That's terrible. I feel for them already because it's like you're just so singled out this year when it comes to bump day. But, hey, that's what makes it uh, competitive and intense and and sought after for these drivers yeah and then uh the 26th uh carb day with it's a brian adams concert the festival parade is on the 27th there's a brad paisley concert on the 27th but then leading all up to sunday may 28th the green flag scheduled to drop at 11 45 a.m chicago time um but there's so many things surrounding it tell us about the festival parade that happens yeah, so Saturday, the day before the big race, you could be in downtown Indianapolis, and everyone is out on the city streets ready for this annual parade. So it takes over downtown Indianapolis. All 33 of the drivers will, will be in the parade, and then some of the floats that we all love to see each year. So you can get your parade tickets now for either seats or just spectators can pile up along the city streets. But it's, it's a fun one to catch. 
one that's happened every year. Um, and just, again, part of like what makes this weekend just so fun and enjoyable and iconic with its rich tradition. Yeah, and there's a memorial service too, which is cool because it is Memorial Day weekend. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're obviously remembering the sacrifices made by the men and women uh, who sacrificed their lives in our country, which is very, very cool. But there's also an indie museum, and I think that has to be a part of your checklist when you're making your plans to come into town. Talk to us a little bit about that. So if you are going to the racetrack anytime this month of May or for the Indianapolis 500, Inside the oval is the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum. So you'll go underneath the track and into the oval, and you can step inside this museum where they have the race cars from the first ever Indy 500 all throughout 107th of these of these races, and you can see how the cars have evolved over time. One thing that is kind of a, a, a secret, they don't promote it too much, but it's a really unique opportunity, is you can buy an extra ticket to go underneath the Motor Speedway Museum. Oh. And it opens up into this sea of cars that the owners and the family over the years have owned. And it's very cool. It's almost like goosebump inducing to see these really unique cars all in one setting. That's very cool. All right. So from brands you trust like Marriott, Hyatt, Hilton to one of a kind art hotels and everything in between, Indy has a lot of great accommodations to fit every style of traveler. If you're going with a bunch of guys, you're going with the family, you're going with your with your significant other, there's something for everyone. There really is. So come on in, book your ticket, get your hotel, get your reservations. We're ready. And great dining options all over town, too. So tell me some of those experiences around town. Okay. Indy's food scene has just skyrocketed in in the past decade. And so for those coming into Chicago, you have to believe me here. We have such an incredible food scene. Uh, accessible. You get to meet the chefs working at each of these restaurants. So I'm going to rattle off a few of my absolute favorites. Okay, good, good. Tinker Street, Bluebeard, uh, the Fountain Room is a new one along Mass Ave. You've got Beholder, which is done by Jonathan Brooks and has been on the cover of Food and Wine magazine. You've got some fun casual restaurants like Brew Burger or Babies, um, Boca, another great restaurant. So I'm going to also tell you that even if you're in downtown Indianapolis, you can go into these niche neighborhoods where you might be able to find a seat more quickly or a reservation. So Fountain Square neighborhood is a great neighborhood to check out with awesome restaurants. And then after you're done with your dinner, head over to the Inferno Room, which is a really cool Tiki Lounge right in that neighborhood. Mass Ave, I keep talking about. Windsor Park with Can Can Restaurant is another great one. Um, Root and Bone is another one that has some top chef celebrity names behind it. So you have a very long, incredible roster of restaurants in Indianapolis. Indiana is known for the pork tenderloin sandwich. Is that correct? We are known for the pork tenderloin sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Whether you like it or not. What's the best place? What what are some of the best places to go get that? Like if you're coming into town, there's got to be some great casual spots. Yeah. Sure. So, okay, here's going to be my pick for this one. Oh, okay, all right. It is called Plump Flash Shot. And if you know the name yeah. Plump, you know the you know the movie Hoosiers, which mm-hmm. was ESPN's number one movie. And Bobby Plump is the real-life hero that inspired that movie. Well, Bobby Plump owns Plump Flash Shot. 
So you step inside this. It's a total dive bar, but it, that's where you find the best pork tenderloin sandwiches. You'll probably see Bobby there, <laughs> and cool. you'll see all of this memorabilia on the wall, but definitely order the pork tenderloin sandwich. I love it. All right. The Indy 500, Sunday, May 28th. The green flag scheduled to drop at 11.45 a.m. Chicago time. Go down there and see it. Listen to it on 720 WGN. It's going to be a great month, busy month for you. Morgan Snyder, Director of Public Relations for Visit Indy and Visit Indy. Morgan, thanks for joining us and giving us a little insight into your fine city. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, your Chicagoland Weekender, and we'll talk about watch parties for the Kentucky Derby next after a look at your traffic. Hey, Mary.